Hallelujah. This is BK for worship the Lord. I know it's Wednesday night, but Jesus is worthy of our Wednesday. Come on, hallelujah. He's worthy of our Wednesday. Hallelujah. This is what I want you to say right there for a minute, amen. And while we're standing, let us just honor this woman of God. Hallelujah, amen, the angel of this house. I get it. 
Hallelujah. I want to get I want you to get your Bibles and maybe go into the word on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We go into the book of Romans. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can we get Pastor Danielle a, a mic so she can read, please? Can we please get Romans 12? Amen. And I need that in the Amplified Classic, please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless your name. God, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We exalt you, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh God. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Amen. You can read and go into Romans chapter 12. Amen. Verse 11. And I need you to read that in the Amplified Classic for me, please. Never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. I want you to read that one more time. Never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. And I want you to go to uh, 2 Timothy, please. 2 Timothy. Amen. And we want to go to the first chapter. Second Timothy, the first chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You can read that. Yes, please. Thank you. First. Second Timothy. First chapter. Six verse. Six verse. That is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of fan the flame of and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. Now I need you to read that one more time because there's a word I'm looking for in that verse. Come on, read it again. That is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of, rekindle the embers of, Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. Say it again. Read it. What does it say? Rekindle the embers of, uh -huh. fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. Now, I want to talk to you tonight for a little bit about tending your embers. Hallelujah. So we want miracles. Let me tell you something. The first miracle is going to be your revival. Come on here, somebody. Y'all ready? I don't know if y'all had introductions, but good evening, everybody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And amen. Tonight, amen, God wants to deal with our hearts because we have received something from him, but we're letting it die out. Come on here. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said, I need you to rekindle the embers, and our problem is we're waiting for the next service. We're waiting for somebody to lay hands on us. We're waiting for the next prophetic word. We're waiting for the next worship team to come. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. But, amen, Paul is helping Timothy understand that, listen, bro, this is your job. I did my part. I laid hands on you. I brought the elders with me. We positioned you. Listen, 
Listen, I know you didn't really get that much of an introduction, but I live on 2,354, so come on, join me. Hallelujah. Amen. you got to understand, these things have been imparted to you, but what did you do with it? What did you do with it? I need you to be reminded that tonight God wants to stir us up. Come on, he's going to say stir up. Hallelujah. I want to give you amen some definitions for those of you saying, well, what that mean? I want to give you a definition. It is from the Greek word anazopereo, which means to be enthusiastic, to be fervent and passionate, to be vigorous. Is your faith vigorous? Do you live vigorously for God or are you dead? Come on here, somebody. To do something wholeheartedly or zealously. How many of you had to drag yourself in here tonight? <laughs> Come on here, hallelujah To rekindle or to stir back to life uh, Many of us are enthused about what people are talking about Revival, revival, revival But the problem is, is that we're being led by people who are dead And have not experienced revival themselves Come on here somebody And so here is Paul, he said, oh, listen This is nice, I'm glad that you come into church I'm glad you're having a good time, but I need you to rekindle. I need you to tend to your embers. What are embers? Embers are glowing fragments of wood or coal that are smoldering in the ashes. What you have is cute. It's nice. It makes smoke, but it ain't burning. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. It don't keep nobody warm. It don't bring no illumination. Come on here. Hallelujah. You just a bunch of smoke. Come on here, hallelujah. And God wants us to be on fire for him. He wants us to burn for him. We ought to be able to bring illumination to somebody else. Amen. I'm tired of gathering for church and the same old, same old. Ain't nothing new happening. Come on, amen. I leave out the same way I came in. I can't get in the presence of the Lord. And I leave out. I came in with a smoldering fire and I leave out smoldering the same way. And something is wrong because I'm not tending my embers. When's the last time you put more wood on your fire? Come on here, somebody. They used to have those things, I forget what they call it, where they blow on the fire. Hallelujah, when the, when the fire will start burning out and they burn. Banning those flames to get that fire to start up again. Listen, can I tell you that's what's wrong with us? We think you're watching TV for hours and hours. It's going to help us burn for Jesus. It ain't going to happen. Come on, hit somebody. Come on. You sitting in church ain't going to make you burn for Jesus either. You're going to have to get along with God. And you're going to have to let God deal with you. Amen. We was in prayer the other night. I was telling the saints, Holy Spirit spoke. And he said, it's time for us to get alone and die. It's time for us to get by ourselves and die in our secret place so that God can resurrect us, so that God can get the glory out of our life. Too long we've been a weak church. Too long. Come on here. Hallelujah. We come together. We shout. We dance. We sob. We cry. We do all these things, but we still just got embers. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Paul is telling Timothy, listen, I need you to get enthusiastic about you living for Jesus. I shouldn't have to come in here and pump you up. You should have came pumped already. Come on, amen. Listen, listen, we sing this song. You provide the fire, I'll provide the sacrifice. God don't want your sacrifice tonight. Tonight he wants you to bring some wood. Come on. 
Come on, bring some wood, because we need this fire to burn. We got to get in a place with God. Now, let's just take a poll in the church real quick tonight. How many of us can really be honest? You ain't got to raise your hand. Just let this be introspective, okay? Hallelujah. Think back to how much time you used to spend with God and how much time you spend with God now. Come on. Come on. How much study do you do of the word outside of you having to teach or preach? Come on. Come on. Yes. Come on here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our problem is, is many of us have not really ever been saved. Now this is difficult because we have come to church. We have we have cried. We have people lay hands on us. We've had people prophesy to us, but we've never experienced regeneration. We never experienced God changing us. How do I know? Because as soon as things get rough for us, we start going off. We go back to our old ways. We go back to cussing people out. Come on here, somebody. Rekindle the embers. Of fan the flame of and keep burning. Now, see, these are instructions. These are instructions. Once you rekindle the ember, once you fan the flame, then you're going to have to learn how to stay on fire. Listen, it's not the pastor's job to pump you up, it's not the pastor's job to keep you burning. That's your job. Through your prayer, through your seeking God, through your reading the scripture, through you fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. But you got to be the one to do the work. Come on, somebody lift your hand and say, Lord, help me. Come on, amen. So, so usually when they start talking about, you know, embers and fires burning out and stuff, we usually start thinking about that as it relates to relationships, you know. You don't love like you used to and you need to rekindle the spark and all of that stuff, right? And that's real cute, but let's talk about our spark that need to be rekindled for the Lord. Amen. Come on. Come on here, amen. amen. There is so much that is operating in us that is spiritual death and we don't even recognize it. We are so hooked into this world that we don't recognize it. We don't recognize that God is trying to make us other, whatever other is. Come on here, amen. And he wants us to be on fire for him. And I need us to deal with this word, this, this being enthusiastic, being fervent. Now, let me just, now this one, I want to see the, the show of hands on the first part of the question, but you don't have to answer the second part. How many of y'all usually have a hard time sleep at night? You get up in the middle of the night. You don't know why you're waking up at night. You know, every night at the same time, it's always the same thing. Now, I'm not going to ask you how many of y'all get up and pray. We were like, oh, Lord. At the first thought of, okay, maybe you should get up and pray. But we will get up and go downstairs to that refrigerator. Come on here. We be listen, listen. How many times have you been in the bed and you heard somebody and you knew they was down the microwave because you heard them buttons? In the middle of the night. Come on here. If we were faithful about prayer like that, what would we be? What would we be? Let's think about all the things that God has spoken over us individually and then collectively. The reason why some of those things are not coming to pass is because we haven't given ourselves to God yes. the way God desires. Yes. Right? God wants more of us 
then a five minute prayer or you know what I'm saying, I'm just gonna read a couple of verses and you know what I'm saying, and a shower prayer or something like that. And I'm not telling you that you're not saved if you pray in the shower, because we all got days like that. Yes. Come on. Yes. When we run the lady, we overslept, we did whatever, but is this is your lifestyle? That's a problem. Yes, it is. Come on here. And we should be able to come in here and nobody be sick. Amen. Come on. Amen. Nobody be sick. We, we should be able to come together because we burn so bright. And the fire of God is so hot that people want to know what is going on in this church. What is going on? Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. Let's get First Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 19, please. Hallelujah. We got to get back to the place of burning on fire for God the way God desires us. And I know that a lot of times that's not popular because we want touch your neighbor three times. I don't want you to touch your neighbor. I want you to pray for yourself. Come here. I want you to talk to you tonight. Because when you go home, your neighbor's not going to be with you. It's going to be you and God. And you got to let God set your heart back in the place where you burn for him. I'm asking God to flip me around, turn me inside out. I don't want to be like me no more. Come on here. When you look at me, you see one thing and you think you see what you see. But let God have hold of me. That's my prayer. That's my prayer. I don't want to be an ordinary Christian, whatever that is. Come on here, somebody. I don't want to be able to walk past people, amen, who are in their sin and they're in the store and I'm, I'm behind them or in front of them and, and, the, and the power of God don't, don't convict my heart to have me to preach Jesus to them. We have grown weary with just touching it. And we have forgotten our purpose. And now I know when I first got saved, you couldn't shut me up. What? I'm telling everybody. And I often tell the story about how I talked so much when I first got saved and the people that I was living with because they weren't my family. And I got kicked out. Because they said, we met to this over here. Come on. We don't do that. They were trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Why am I in church crying and carrying on? What's going on with this girl? Something wrong with her. And they didn't know I got saved, saved for real, for real. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. So we got to get to the place where we burn and we don't keep Jesus to ourselves. Let's go um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19. Do not quench, suppress, or subdue the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. Do what? Do not quench, suppress, or subdue the Holy Spirit. Every time God tells you to get up and pray and you stay in bed. Every time God speaks to you and says, get up and read your Bible. Come on here. Every time he says, turn the TV off, get off the phone, come on here. You are suppressing and subduing the Holy Ghost. But then you don't understand why God's not moving in your life. Come on here, somebody. It's not the devil. It's you. You're blocking God. It ain't warfare. It's you. Come on here, somebody. Read the scripture again. Do not quench, suppress, or 
Come on here, because when that fire get going and it get a hold of something flammable, that fire gets out of control. Why are you concerned about the approval of others? Why are you worried about if God is using the person next to you like he's using you? When you stand before God, ain't none of them people going to be there standing with you. Nobody. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, it's all on the line. Everything is on the line. So if I was going to be out here in the street, and I was making a fool out of myself, and I did. Come on. You think I'm coming over here? Come on here, it don't have nothing in my inner man. Have no fire. Not give God all of me after I act a monkey out in the street. Come on here. After I made myself look bad in the street. And then God clean me up. Hallelujah. Amen. And make me a son of God. Then I'm going to come over here and sit in church and look like a monkey eating soda crackers. I ain't got time for that. I don't got time. And listen, I'm here with you. We could be cute. Come on, let's be cute. But you better get you some holy cute, honey. Come on here. Get you some burning and fire for God, cute. Come on. Hallelujah. So if somebody thinks they're going to walk up on you, they think they're walking up on one thing, but they're going to get all this holy ghost. Come on here, somebody. They're going to get all this Jesus and everything that he delivered me from. You're about to get all of it. And the dessert. Come on here. Why are you playing? Hallelujah. I am tired of dead church. I'm tired of being a dead Christian. I don't care where I go, I'm going to act a fool for God. Amen. I don't care about no title. I don't care about my name. I don't care about having money, got money, don't got no money. I don't care about none of that. God has been too good to me. Hallelujah brought me through too much. I'm going for broke. I want my fire. Come on here. Hallelujah. I don't want to come together for March miracles and I don't get my miracle. Come on here. I did not get out of my bed to come and just look at you and you and you. I came to come to Jesus. I came to get a hold of God. I came for God to do a work in me. Come on. Anybody feel like that? Hallelujah. You got to turn up the heat on your own fire. Don't wait for somebody to come and second what God is doing in you. Hallelujah. You got to determine in yourself that what Paul is talking about here, that you stop blocking God. You want to see him save your family. Lose your mind for Jesus. Come on here. You've been playing it safe for too long. And what did it get you? It got you nothing. Come on here. Throw it all on the altar. Paul said, I count it all. Lost. It's dumb. It's trash. It's dog poo-poo. Come on here. It's worthless. Because I got to win Jesus. That's all that matters is that I win him. That's all that matters is that I know who he is. In the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Come on here. If you suffer loss, and I suffer some losses. If you suffer loss, hallelujah, you know what it's like to lose everything. So what else do you have to lose? 
somebody. Bring your A game to the altar. Come on, bring the wood. God want to set you on fire again. He wants you to burn for him like you did when you first got saved. He's not worried about who's around you. You got to get hungry for yourself. For yourself. I mean that thing. I've been spending my time just weeping in his presence because I feel like I just haven't done anything. I don't care what I've accomplished, I haven't done anything. Not until my life looks like him. Not until everything about me looks like him, sounds like him. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are in a church, a church world, a church mentality that people get happy about all the nations and all of that. When you don't understand, it's a death walk. It's a death walk. You get funeral papers. Come on here. And we all need to my congratulations. No. Honey, come on, walk past the casket one last time. Come on here. Hallelujah. If you're not ready to give your life for this thing, you don't need to be preaching. You don't need a title. You don't need an open door. If you're not ready to burn for God and stop subduing the presence and the power of God, lay it down. Okay, I'm back, Pastor. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. And stop lying to yourself saying that you're seeking God and you still ain't repent. Repentance is the missing ingredient. We think we repented and we can still go and do what we want to do. Repentance means. Talking good, but your mind ain't Come on here, somebody. You sound cute, but you still doing the same thing that you did before you said that you repented. You keep quenching the spirit. Come on here, somebody. I want God. And I don't want nothing in the way of me getting God. I want God and nothing else. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care if you feel like you're a fanatic, so Liz, you could be, be a baseball fanatic and ain't nobody say nothing. You could be a football fanatic and ain't nobody don't say nothing. Oh, but if I want to be a Jesus fanatic, something wrong with that? Lucy, get off me. I'm going to be a Jesus fanatic. Come on here. Yes! Come on, that's what we're going to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to let it all burn. Because there's no way that you can get a fire in your life and God don't burn out everything that ain't like that. Come on here. Come on here. People will be able to do you dirty and you don't feel the urge to cut them out. Because it ain't in you. Listen, Jesus said, he said, the enemy has come, but he found nothing in me. He found nothing in me. And what's happening with us is the enemy's coming, but he see his stuff. Come on here. He see his nasty attitude. He see your cussing tongue. Come on here. Hallelujah. He hear your lying tongue. Come on. Well, I want to get to the place. Nothing in me don't belong to you. You trash nasty. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't tell the devil he trash nasty when you got his stuff. Uh, uh, uh. Come on here. 
You gotta let this fire burn in you. You gotta let the Holy Ghost burn in you. You got to stir yourself up. Whatever it takes, get on the altar, make an altar at home, and begin to cry out to God and ask God to take you back to your first love. Take me back, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is what we got to have. Hallelujah. We done had enough shouting services. We done had enough dancing services. Come on here. Hallelujah. We done had enough of that. And you think just one service is going to do it? Just one prayer? No. Because once you get that breakthrough, you got to keep going. You got to keep the fire going. That means you're going to have to change your surroundings. You can't be sitting at the water cooler at work laughing at dirty jokes. Come on here, somebody. Turn Chris Rock off. Come on, hallelujah. Come on here, somebody. How is God going to use us when in the back of our head all we hear is F and F and F and F and F? Because that's what we fed ourselves. Come on, your fountain can only bring forth one kind of water. And you're going to have to choose whether this water is bitter or sweet. Come on here, somebody. You're going to have to let go of the world if you want this fire. I know, I know. We're under grace. We're not under the law. I get it. I get it. When you stay over there with your dead self, I'm going over here where the fire at. Come on, yes. That's where I go. I'm going to go where the fire is at. I want God to get a hold of everything that he said that I picked up that ain't like him.
right? Repeat an earlier action. Or whatever you're doing, do it again. The second word, zio, means to be alive, lively, or thriving. And the third word is, is the compound, and the compound is Per, which means to repeat enthusiastically. That means you want to pray and pray with some vigor and pray with some vigor again. Come on here. And I know how hard it is when we are praying and God don't seem like he answered. Come on here. Amen. We are more enthusiastic about a football game and our favorite team and our basketball teams and all the rest of that stuff. And what our kids are doing, we get excited about that. Listen, I love all the stuff that my kids are doing. I'm celebrating them. But let me tell you something. They'll tell you in a heartbeat what's going on. Mom's going to pray. Mom's going to bind the devil. I was talking to my son the other day. He was on a flight. He didn't tell me he got on a flight. He know he was supposed to tell me before he got on a flight. And I, started, I sent him a voice memo because I love a voice memo. I love a voice memo because I need you to hear me say this. <laughs> so he's, he's trying to tell me he's traveling, but I didn't know he was already on the flight. So I said a nice long voice memo, praying, rebuking, binding, pleading the blood, and all that stuff. And then he sends me a message, well, I'm already mid-flight, Mom. I said, I don't care. My prayer still got power. And I sent him a rolling eye emoji. Why are you playing? Even if it was yesterday's prayer, that prayer got you covered. Come on. You go sleep on somebody else. I know what I'm doing. Come on. I ain't sleeping on my prayer. Because I know I'm praying. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. So we got to learn how to do this and do it again to stir up, to repeat, to be fervent, wholehearted, and zealous. That means nobody should beat you here. Nobody should beat you here. If you're supposed to leave, whatever, you should be here and be in place. Nobody should beat you here. Come on, because you're zealous. And every time you show up, you should show up just like that. Come on. Not, oh my God, we got, oh Lord. I'm tired. Uh, I got a headache. Where your power at? Do you reach to lay hands on yourself before you reach for the Tylenol? Come on here, somebody. How are we, how are we going to walk in power? We can't even cast out a headache. We don't have enough fire for a headache. Listen, you better pray and keep praying and pray like, like heaven is coming down until that headache leaves. Come on, amen. If you believe God, that's what you're going to do. And I'm not telling you you can't take time. I'm like, oh my God, you said we can't take time. No, that's not what I'm saying. Amen. Hallelujah. I got, I got one more verse I want us to read. Amen. We're going to pray. We're really two verses. I need you to go to Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Hallelujah. I pray y'all getting something tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Tend your embers. Jeremiah 23 and 29. Hallelujah. Is not my word like fire that consumes all that cannot endure the test? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what that's saying. 
That's read it again. Is not my word like fire that consumes all that cannot endure the test? Hold on. Now, let me give you some backdrop so we know that Jeremiah is releasing the prophetic word, right? And, and he starts telling the people because God is telling him about the crooked prophets. Right? So he's getting a word about the crookedness in the church and stuff that's going on, right? So then God is speaking to him and says, listen, it's not my word like fire. And, and does what? Consumes all that cannot endure the test. What's the test? The test is can you live this word? The test is can you obey this word? And believe me, we all are going to be tested. Every prophecy is going to be tested. Yeah. Everything that God, amen, has delivered to you is going to be tested. Everything you believe in God for is going to be tested. Yeah. Can you stand the test? Yeah. The fire of the test of the word of God. Yeah. The scripture talks about Joseph, amen, and how he received the prophetic word. But until the time of his word coming to pass, the word came to test him. Yeah. So you get happy when you get a prophecy, you better start crying because it's testing time. That prophecy is a sign that you're about to be tested. That wonderful word about how God is going to use you, come on, put the seatbelt on. Because God is telling you, I'm getting ready to try you. You want what I'm saying? I want you to burn for me. And the only way that you're going to burn for me is I got to test you. And the fire of my word has got to test you. Are you going to be able to survive the fire of the word of God? Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. We got to be able to stand. He said, it's not my word as fire. That means that every time we hear the word, read the word, think about the word, there should be a burning. The only thing that's not affected by the burning of the word of God is what's dead. Yes. You can sit in church and your pastor preach and you're like, I ain't feel nothing. Dead. You mean to tell me somebody can go and pray and seek God and get a word, right? And you like, whatever. I didn't get it. Did you get it? I didn't get it. Come on. Dead. Come on. Yes. We got to be tested by the fire of the word. Come on, one more verse and then we're going to pray. Jeremiah 20 and 9. What does it say? 20 and 9. We love to quote this verse. Love, love, love. Come on, what does it say? Amen. If I say... I will not make mention of the Lord or speak any more in his name in my mind and heart. You can't shut me up. And it's not because I want to open doors. It's not because I, I'm thinking I'm so such and muchy. I need you to understand what happened to me. I need you to understand that I encountered God and he did something on my inside. Something happened to me when I got in his presence. Come on here. When's the last time you got in God's presence and you were changed in his presence? And it wasn't nobody else there but you and God. Come on, read the scripture. What does it say? In my mind and heart, it is 
a burning fire shut up in my bones. It's in me. I can't do nothing about it. I went from embers to flames. What used to be a smoldering fire. My God, I can feel the fire of God burning on the inside. So even if I wanted to be quiet, I can't keep quiet. Even if I wanted to stop the tears from flowing, I can't stop the tears from flowing. Because he did something in my enemy. That's the place where God is calling us back to. Can you say that the fire of God is burning in your heart? We don't need another summons. You don't need nobody to lay hands on you, baby. You need the fire of God. Here comes the whole you need the fire of God. You need to be set ablaze. Again, you need God to burn in you one more time. That's what we need this word burn in the Hebrew. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To ignite, to be set on fire, to burn, or to be consumed. I'm consumed with this. There's nothing I can do about it. I go to bed with it. I wake up in the middle of the night with it. And God is on me in the middle of the night. And I get up in the morning and I can't get it off of me. Because everywhere I go, I'm feeling God on the inside. And I hear him calling for more. I need you to empty yourself out and get more of God. What am I near, Coach? Come on, stand to your feet. All we want is more of God. That's all we want. I don't want no more embers. Hallelujah, I got to burn bright. Hallelujah, fire has a purpose. And I'm not fulfilling my purpose if I'm not burning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory to God. Listen, I told a story about, and I told Dr. McKinney this, that when I first moved here, I came to this church. And she wasn't here, something, she was away or something. And I knew again when we pulled up in the parking lot, yup, this is the same place. When I walked in the door, yup, this is the same place. Hallelujah. Not even ever knowing that I would be here today. Hallelujah. It was God's purpose. Come on. Hallelujah. And I was greeted with love when I walked in the door. Treated kindly. And I just want to say this to you. I appreciate your kindness even though you didn't know anything about me. I was just a stranger walking through the door. But let me say this to you, above all else, we need the fire of God. It's wonderful for us to walk in love. It's wonderful for us to show kindness to people, but we got to be burning, shining lamps. That's the will of God for us. Nothing else matters. None of our accomplishments matter. We're not taking that to heaven with us. All the things that we do, it's wonderful, but we're not taking that with us. God wants to know, what did you do for me? Were you ashamed of me? Were you ashamed to let go? Were you ashamed to just let me burn in you? You said that you wanted God to use you. You said that you wanted God to have his way in you. And then when he started, you started fighting him. You quenched his spirit. You suppressed, you pushed it down. Not right now, God. Not right here, God. You want me to do that right here? Yeah, right here. Hallelujah. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. 
We're here for March miracles, but the first miracle we want is our own resurrection. Hallelujah, our own resurrection, our own personal revival, our embers, our own embers turned into bright burning flames. That we would be everything that God would have us to be. That we would not be lacking in anything. That we would come back to weeping between the porch and the altar. That we would forget about our personas, forget about who we think we are, forget about what everybody said about us, and just give God everything. Hallelujah. And listen, if that's you, I want you to make an act of faith on tonight. Hallelujah. And step out from where you are and come on and flood this altar. Hallelujah. This has to be the place where we live. This has to be the place where we abide day in and day out. That no matter what, I burn for him. Come on, get on this altar. This is us and God. This is what we've been doing. We've been crying out to God, asking God to have our hearts to take us back to the place that he has called us in him, that we would be willing to give him everything, that we would not hold back
And I and I I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing two schools. I'm seeing two schools. I'm seeing a school for children, but I'm seeing adult education, ministry school training. I'm seeing these schools. And the Lord was speaking to me while we were coming down the road. And he said to me that this is a season of revival for you. For you personally. Because there is impartation that has been given to you. And there is anointing in your life. And some people don't really understand what you carry. That you are a deliverer. And I, I know this as victory, temple, outreach ministry, but this is a deliverance
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.